Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, and happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 213. Good thing it's not Friday. We ain't got to worry about no Friday the 13th vibes. You know the vibes speaking of. Nothing but good ones coming here live in primetime, whatever uh, mode, mean, or method you are currently watching the TTL pod on. It is time to take a little bit of a mental vacation, dive into today's sports books and beyond, and get ready for the daily battle. Now, before we do all of that, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, maybe hit that like button, that follow button there so you never miss any of our additional social media content. Or if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already as we release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket, if you could be so kind to do so, you can find it in your heart while you're watching today's show. Hit that other like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are tuning in live. Maybe hit that share button too, send it on over to your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what we are here at the TTL pod and we can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 213. I am your humble, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Captain Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by and hang out with me and my partner on this gorgeous Monday of bets. Get some picks, some insights, some analysis, and you know the drill by now. Dive into more rabbit holes than we can all count combined. Now, without further ado, 
let's bring in that aforementioned partner to today's show, because I've said crew, us, we, partner, all of it in between far too many times without acknowledging his presence here with me. So without further ado, my friends, help me welcome in the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and around this time of the year, hopefully turning the corner quick, fast, and in a hurry, the TTL crew's resident Southsider himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic. Fresh week, fresh faces. Dude, I'm feeling pretty damn solid. Electric day of NFL yesterday. Uh, still coming down from that uh, excitement. So, uh, you know, I got no complaints over here uh, as per usual. I'd kick it over to you, but I feel like I already know the answer, my friend. How are you? spectacular my friend it's a beautiful day to be alive the rest is up to me and the and i choose to spread some positivity i thought i was uh fucking hearing a knock at my door or some shit maybe not i don't know maybe i'm tripping balls i have no idea I heard the same thing i don't know if that was on my end or not yeah fuck it maybe we'll, we'll get this popping and then maybe i'll i'll see what's up but either way uh getting it going here today my friends we got a loaded show on tap uh coming off of a speaking of loaded weekend holy cannoli my friends uh i gotta get this out of the way the call of my entire life 27 to 24 the cincinnati Bengals walk it all thanks to mr evan mcpherson and they're going to the super bowl man oh. i should have put a doggone ticket out on him to go to the super bowl when i did the at the afc north absolutely insane man joe brrr, freezing ice cold burrow my friend holy shit I couldn't believe it. Everybody thought the game was over 21-10. The public's flashing their tickets around. Oh, look at me. I got my minus seven. Ooh, ooh, look at me. I got it at minus seven and a half. Ooh, I got it at six and a half early on. Didn't matter. There's all your CLV trash cans right over there. Throw them away. Bengals going to the bowl. Opposite side of that. Public probably backed the dog on the NFC side of things and got their asses burned. The San Francisco 49ers all the way in it till the end. And uh, hey, I said, if not now, when on Friday when it came to the Rams? It was Matty Stafford's time. He's finally going to the fucking Super Bowl first time in his career. I can't believe I'm saying that. Can you believe that shit? Honestly, no, man. I There were so many points where it was like, there's no way he can dig him out of this hole, right? The way his career is gone. There's no way, right? There's no way. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, and especially getting over the hump of the 49ers. I mean, I don't think people are talking about that enough as far as just how dominant the Niners have been against the Rams, uh, Shanahan versus McVay specifically. So, mm. shout out to the Rams, man. I'd shout be lying out. if I said uh, I enjoy or I enjoyed the game, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't uh, pissed off half the time, thinking uh, this should be played in uh, this nice uh, <laughs> overcast state of Wisconsin, if you Shit. will. But uh, you know, we move on. We will move on. We won't uh, badger you too much about that because it definitely was not played in the frozen tundra no. of Lambeau Field because that didn't fucking matter in the first place. So moving right along is not to badger you too hard. Uh, loaded weekend of college basketball too, my friend. Um, don't want to, As speaking of not badger you too hard, don't want to beat you down on Saturday. A little bit of a rough day. No big deal. We have them. I had them plenty of times already this year. It comes around, comes and goes. Uh, but your boy, after uh, a scuffling December, uh, I'll admit it, and, and a scuffling to the beginning of January, I'll admit it too. The dots are starting to connect. The circles are aligning. The squares are going into square holes. The triangle pegs are fitting the triangle. I mean, everything's looking good, ladies and gentlemen. I'm feeling absolutely spectacular. I think I got another clean sweep now. Uh, back to back Mondays, I've clean sweeped. I got, uh, I think I got number three. And wouldn't you know it? 
I got three picks today for hey, my hey. best bets of the huh? day. Partner, you got uh, two. One two for picks college coming. basketball, one from NBA. Yes, sir. All right. For sure. So we got that. And then uh, kind of sticking with college basketball for a second before we uh, talk about the special play. Uh, man, oh, man. Uh, there's a, there was a bunch of good Big Ten action. There was a bunch mm. of just good, just big, solid. It was a great Saturday at college basketball. Was there anything that jumped off at you? I know there was a couple of that were just like, son of a bitch, why did this go this way? But what are you thinking overall? I mean, I, I was on Kansas. I'll start right there. But oh. the fact that Kentucky comes into Kansas and Murders. not only just beats them on their home court, a place that is one of the toughest places to win at in the entire country, but comes in and absolutely embarrasses them, man. I, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be sleeping on either of those teams, honestly, but especially Kentucky. The fact, that, mm. the fact that they can at least travel into an environment like that, I would be looking out for them, honestly. That 100%. kind of uh, opened up my eyes a little bit as far as don't sleep on these boys uh, whatsoever. What about you as far as Saturday goes? Oh, yeah, that one was absolutely ridiculous. The Kansas-Kentucky game, um, I think. The fab vibe might be a load of horse shit. Oh, uh, Michigan State, oh. Michigan, talk about yeah. going into somewhere and not handling business. That was absolutely brutal. Um, we talked about it, man, during come closer to tournament time, man. Is it when the boys just start looking better and better and better and better? And here they are, my friends. Yeah. They are looking good, good. Um, outside of that, nothing that really jumps out of me. I'm sure by the time we get to the second half of the show, we start diving in. I'm sure I'll have plenty that we can talk about, but... Outside I mean, of that, I mean, I guess I'll say, even though it wasn't like a super impressive win, Auburn stick. I mean, the way we've seen a lot of teams take over that number one uh, ranking, so to speak, as far as mm -hmm. the AP, and then mm -hmm. have at least some type of letdown spot. They didn't blink at all, man. Sure. They faced a little adversity the second half against Oklahoma and then shut that down pretty quick. So I would say that was a little more impressive than a lot of people are leading on, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so, too. Oh, also, uh, TCU beating uh, LSU, ah, beating a ranked yeah. LSU team is two-and-a-half-point dogs on their home hardwood. Oh, wow. Maybe we're going to be talking about that uh, TCU team here today. I don't know. Who am I? Who's to say? What do I know? You'll just have to stick around for the Monday Madness Parlay to see if we will. That'll be the third segment of the day. Then we'll recap everything, get into the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. You know the drill. They're uh, targeting the Swaction matchup, Bethune-Cookman Wildcats and the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. So stick around for that, and then that'll do first half of the show. We'll dive into the second half of the show from there. Uh, our mag sidebar, you know, nonsense as per usual. That'll get us into plenty of rabbit holes. We'll talk about of uh, the latest sports and gambling news, a little bit of uh, TTL announcements as well, motivation minutes, and we get on out of here as per usual. Partner, anything outside of that that I forgot to mention about episode 213 of the TTL pod or maybe just anything in general? You know, I don't think so. I mean, I guess. Uh, oh, shit! I uh, I had a rough day at CBB on Saturday, but finished two and one on my uh, on opening weekend. No, oh. first big opening weekend of golf, my friend. Two and uh -huh. one got some nice uh -huh. plus monies to the ticket okay. to the window. Okay, that's good. That's always solid. At least oh, you yeah. got a little bit of win uh, winners in there somewhere, so not too oh, yeah. shabby. So okay, maybe. Uh, Maybe you got you got to get more than one one tournament. Yeah, we got to get a little bit more going, but sharp. Uh, yeah, sharp. 100 percent. Everybody follows plays 100 percent. Next one, <laughs> 0 and six, and then every, holy fuck. So I like where your head's at. I did see that. I like two and one. Very solid plays. A couple of top 20 finishes, top tens. I like that as well. So hey, there you go. We'll talk all about that. We got the. Uh, there's already a Masters bet uh, available on FanDuel. I saw the Masters not until April. So I'm a little confused what the hell's hey. going on. So we'll talk about that second half of the show too. But for now, one final bit before we jump into all of our best bets of the day, my friends. Lift your mugs up high to me, to you, 
And all you beautiful people sipping the Black Elixir of the Gods, regardless of the time you're watching the show, take your sip. I'll be right back. Whoa! Mm. Man, the Monday Joe just uh, flows good sometimes. Are you all right over there? I got to make sure my uh, my damn laptop's hooked up, dude. I don't know what's oh. going on over here. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, sounds like a plan. Sounds good. Hopefully, everything is good to go over there because no, it's right. about to be uh, your time to rock and roll. Ladies and gentlemen, first segment of the day, our mags, best bets of the day. Told you already, he's got two coming at you. Lace up the Jordans, both coming from basketball slates in a variety. One from college basketball, one from NBA partner. Let them rip. Let them have it. And as always, you have the floor. Alrighty, my friends. First one up, I am going to the ACC. I'm kicking it off. The Blue Blood laying some chalk with the Blue Blood. Uh, sometimes can be a tricky situation, but I do believe we've got some value here in a bad matchup for the Fighting Irish. I'm laying the five and a half with Duke. Uh, on the road here in South Bend, Notre Dame has not, to kick things off, has not won or covered on their home court against Duke since 2016. A uh, lot of uh, close spreads, a couple double-digit spreads, but at the end of the day, Duke has came in uh, for the last five years and kicked their ass, for lack of a better term. Uh, lately, what we're seeing from Notre Dame, obviously, I'm not uh, denying how fantastic they've been on their home court. Uh, I cannot deny it. I've backed them, backed them in certain spots and cashed some tickets. Um, but overall, right now, I think we're due for some po- uh, negative regression. Excuse me. Offensively here for the Irish. 37% three-point shooting on the season partner. 48.6 over the last three. They've been fantastic the last few games. I think that's about to fly through the floor here against a Duke team that's 36th in the nation defensively, uh, defending three-point percentage. So I think they've got an edge defensively. And they also, Notre Dame, on the other hand, th- uh, 236th on their side of the ball, to, uh, defensively defending three-point percentage, while Duke 31st offensively. So I think it's a classic case of being undermatched, uh, Notre Dame defensively facing Duke's offense. And on the other end, I think we see a just playing straight up some negative regression partner. Uh, rebound advantage goes to Duke as well. And 5-2, uh, five, 5-2, two, five two, last 7 on the road here as a road favorite for Duke. Interesting number there. So 2-11 and 11 are the Irish. Last 13 on Monday, partner. I think we've got a spot where we can fade the Irish. Give me the Duke Blue Devils. Minus 5.5 on the road, dude. I'm going to stay out. I've uh, stuck stuck to my promise of staying out of ACC action, and I will uh, definitely stay out of this one. Um, I would say you're on the right side just by uh, them not uh, them being uh, Notre Dame, not covering on their home floor, winning against Duke in forever in a day since 2016. So, yeah, I'll buy into that. I like what you're saying. I'm just not buying into the game. I don't like the ACC whatsoever right now. And just the moment you trust a favorite, then Notre Dame takes care of business yet again on their home hardwood and makes all the sharps look goofy. So, ride with my partner. I'm out. First best bet of the day, Duke, minus five and a half. Good, sir. Continue with your second best bet of the day. I appreciate that, or I can uh, acknowledge the concerns by uh, by no means of my, you know, Poo-poo in the concerns. I get it. I get it. Mm. Uh, but moving on to the NBA, my friend. I am going to a matchup uh, that I have targeted here. Another road team. Uh, and I'm fading a team that I had been really interested in or had been catching some tickets for a while. And now I see some uh, kind of defensive defensive play kind of falling back down to earth to what they had been for a while. I'm talking about the Atlanta Hawks. I'm going to the Raptors plus one and a half in Atlanta here. Uh, and like I said, I see that defense coming crashing back to earth. Last night, Hawks are coming off of a back-to-back, actually, uh, 
played uh, at home, took down L.A. L.A. Lakers 129-121. to 121. Uh, So they did get the win, did get the cover there, but that was uh, an uncharacteristic, at least for the last week or so, uh, bad defensive performance against a struggling Lakers team uh, and an Atlanta defense that had been playing really, really well for, uh, you know, that entire weekend about the last 10 days or so, I would say. And now I kind of just see them regressing back to the mean a little bit here. And I expect Toronto's offense that's been scoring 113 over the last five games on average. I expect their offense to be just fine tonight here on one day's rest. Uh, a team that's 10-3 and three last 13 partner are the Raptors on one day's rest. So I do like the rest advantage here. Um, that's really the final thing that pushed me over the edge. All in all, I do like the matchup for the Raptors, but it really was that extra day of rest that's really getting me because the Atlanta Hawks themselves... Uh, three and five ATS on no rest this entire season. So not terrible, but not exactly coming in fresh legs. And especially after a defensive performance where they struggled against a bad offense, or at least a struggling offense, I see them maybe in the first half kind of keeping this one close, or maybe even being leading that half. But in the second half, I really see the Raptors uh, putting the ball in the hole quite a bit and pretty efficiently here. So seven and two are the Raptors last nine as a dog. They've been pretty, pretty underrated for the last three, four weeks, even after they've started to pick things up here. Um, so I see a nice spot to fade the, uh, fade the Hawks excuse me, here at home. Probably back on them here this upcoming week, partner. But just a tough spot here with a really solid Raptors team right now. So give me them Raptors. Plus one and a half. I do believe it has fallen from three plus three. Um, and I honestly think they're going to win this one outright. So I'm fine to take it all the way up to about minus one if he gets there. Would be a little surprised, but be totally fine with that line moving all the same, partner. Give me the uh, Toronto Raptors plus one and a half on the road for my final bet of the day. Yeah, I think you're on the right side here, man. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask: you said on one day's rest, the Toronto Raptors ten and thirteen. Did did you mean ten and three ATS? Yeah, on apologies one day's rest? If, that, okay. if I misspoke. Ten and three last thirteen. If I misspoke. Okay, ten and thirteen. Yeah, you just said ten and three. Okay, so ten and three with one last day 13. rest against the number of the last thirteen. Got you. Okay, yep. I just wanted yep, to make yep. sure I heard that right. Dope. Um. Yeah, you've been uh, targeting these teams a lot lately that are on these back-to-backs, and it's been paying off pretty well for you here as of late. Um, Hawks looking like the absolute just barn burners of all barn burners. 5-0 and straight up and against the number last five, and uh, Toronto kind of going back and forth. The only thing that gives me a little bit of pause is that they've done really well and then let down in their next game. Done really well, let down in their next game. And I am literally just now getting heavily involved into the NBA, and we only got about 30 games left. College basketball is my vibe. This NBA season has been really, really, really not my cup of tea. A couple of key spots, but hey, I think you're in the right spot here. I think uh, Atlanta being overvalued did drop down from three to two, so I like that line movement as well, my friend. Anything else you got to lay down in regards to your two best bets of the day, sir? Yeah, you know, I kind of put this line right where it is if it were, you know, even even rest. Um, but the way the, the Raptors can match up on both ends of the floor against this Hawks and with that extra day at rest, I think this one should be Raptors minus one in my opinion. So I'm going to take that extra point and a half, no doubt about it. Okie dokie, Artichoke. Well, there you go, my friends. There you have it. We'll recap them shortly. But our mags, two best bets of the day. The Duke Blue Devils minus five and a half and the Toronto Raptors plus to lock them in if you're riding with my partner here today okay there you go there you have it first segment of the day let's keep it moving for the second segment of the day my best bets of the day my friends and i got three coming at you uh mid-major king has entered the chat all three of them yep all three of them are mid-major conferences cannot wait to talk about these because i think we got some serious value uh all three college basketball and i am ready to rock and roll so without further ado my friends I hope you are too, because we're going right after it. First, 
play today. I am helping us kick off the college basketball slate. We got the Colgate Raiders playing the Lafayette Leopards at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we're not going to a side on that. I think it can get a little messy, but I think it's going to be a slow, grinded-out game. So we're going to the under 140.5 in Colgate versus Lafayette. Uh, this is the Patriot League Punisher, my friends, if you will. Both of these teams have been wagons to the under all year long. Colgate is 10-8 and eight to the under overall. Uh, they are 6 and seven to the under on the road, but just hang tight for a minute because Lafayette eleven and six to the under overall, eight and two to the under at home. Absolute wagon to the under on their home hardwood. In their last five games combined, Colgate and Lafayette are eight and two to the under, so both are four and one to the under in their last five games overall. My number that I got on this one is one thirty-seven, so I think we got plenty of room to play with. It might get a little bit sweaty, but I think we have plenty of room to play with. Uh, the last three games are really what stood out for me for both of these teams. Colgate only scoring 70.7 points per game and allowing 61.3 points per game. So their defense has been what's showing up lately. And it's the same story for the Leopards. 66 points per game over their last three, but 64.3 points per game allowed over their last three games. So I think defense shows up for both teams here today. I mentioned a slow, methodical, grinded out game. Evidence as their uh adjusted tempo rankings per Ken Palm. Colgate's 186th and Lafayette's 274th, so I don't see any boat racing happening here today. And with uh, that slow tempo, I really think that there's going to be uh, a lack of scoring, a lack of uh, nothing that we're going to see here today. And also, there's really a lack of depth, speaking of a lack of things, and I think that's going to lead to a lack of scoring even more. Colgate, 280th in depth. Lafayette, 317th. So once the, once the boys start to get tired, I told you defense was going to be big here today. The boys start to get tired, and they are not going to be able to lean on their 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth guys because they just don't have that depth. But you don't believe me, my friends believe the trends under five one and one in Colgate's last seven Monday games four and oh in Lafayette's last four Monday games under is five and one in Lafayette's last six overall five and one their last six as a dog the under is 16 and five in Lafayette's last 21 following a straight up loss and the under is four and two the last six meetings between these two teams I think it flies way under and eh, maybe not flies away under I think right around that 136 137 might get a little sweaty towards the end but uh, I think we have no problem kicking off the slate with the under 140 in Colgate versus Lafayette. I like it, my man. I've been uh, picking up these teams a little bit here the last couple of weeks, and I, uh, yeah, I just think they're this number is way too high. Pardon me, way but, too high. Uh, think you're on the right side dude way too high for sure and uh you could back either side in this spot colgate struggles on the road but lafayette struggles at home so i really don't right. know who covers it but i know it goes way under i think it'd be a little 60 60 60 low 70 matchup if okay. that so okay there you go there you have it next one up on tap second best bet of the day coming from me my friends this is the colonial crusher after we get fresh out of the patriot league punisher we're going to the drexel dragons against the UNC North Carolina Wilmington Seahawks. We're taking the Dragons plus one and a half on the road. Honestly, uh, a couple of key things popped out for me here today. There is a really limited slate in college basketball today, so all the college basketball experts are going to be popping out of the woodwork left, right, and center, and none of them are the mid-major king, my friend, okay? So that's number one. However, they're going to be remembering what UNC Wilmington has done as of late, especially with a limited slate. What have you done for me lately? Ooh, let's see. Ooh, UNC Wilmington, they're going crazy right now. Well, let me tell you, those last two games, the one against New England where they won 67-62 to and in an insane walk-off that absolutely destroyed our man Jeff Dawson. Shout 
shut out. They covered a minus four by one point. Disgusting. And then they were supposed to come out and scuffle in their last game. There were four-point dogs against Hofstra, and they just didn't do it. 78-72. to 72, I think we see scuffle here today. You say, why? Because UNC Wilmington is the 222nd ranked team in the nation per Ken Palm, and they have the third ranked luck rating in the entire nation. They have been getting lucky left, right, and center, and they are a shit team, my friends. Eight and one straight up, six and one against the number on their home hardwood. That math does not add up last time I checked, so I think they're a little bit overvalued if you do ask me. They've been huge dogs in this spot, and now it's pretty much a pick em. I'm not buying it because Drexel, 153rd in the nation per Ken Palm, 3-5 straight up on the road, but 7-1 against the number. I love that against the number. I mean, this could be nonsense. I'm willing to take all the points they're going to give me, uh, the books are going to give me, but I think the Dragons win this one outright. Uh, they have had a little bit of a trend here recently. Win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Uh, they just uh, coming off of a loss versus Towson as six-point dogs, so a little something to think there. And before that, they beat James Madison as three-and-a-half-point dogs on the road. Much better team than UNC Wilmington. I see this being the exact same spot here for the Dragons today. Uh, one final thing as far as stats go, though, I think this is going to be an all-offensive type of game, and the, uh, the Seahawks are not going to be able to keep up with the Dragons whatsoever. Drexel averaging 74.7 points per game 75 over their last three overall 64th in true field goal percentage 59th in true three-point percentage 122nd in AOE 73rd in effective field goal per Ken Palm and they're shooting 73% from the stripe simple comparison the Seahawks 69.8 points per game on average their last three they're only scoring 73 312th in true field goal percent 229th in true three-point field goal percent Per Ken Palm, they're 221st in AOE, 306 in effective field goal, and they're shooting 69.8 from the charity stripe. The three ball is what's going to be ultimately critical here, but you can see that uh, the Seahawks offense just does not measure up. Drexel shoots the three ball at a uh, 44th uh, in the nation per Ken Palm, and the Seahawks are 254th uh, per Ken Palm as well. So I think that's what we see here being the big difference maker. Drexel is going to absolutely light up the scoreboard, and the Seahawks just aren't going to be able to keep up. But you don't believe me? Believe the trends. Once again, Drexel 4-0 ATS last four as a dog. 4-0 ATS last four on the road. Combine the two, they're 4-0 ATS last four as a road dog. 13-3 against the number of the Dragons, their last 16 following a straight-up loss, so an excellent bounce-back team. 4-0 ATS last four versus a team with a straight-up winning home record. Drexel's also 8-4 straight up their last 12 versus a colonial opponent and UNC Wilmington 5 and 11 against the number of their last 16 home games versus a team with a road straight up winning percent less than 400 and UNC Wilmington 8 and 0 against colonial opponents and now they're only a pick'em favorite and I told you about that luck rating I think they are severely overvalued here today. And for my second best bet of the day, we will be fading them and backing all of the Dragons to fire breathe all over the sons of bitchin' Seahawks and cover the plus one and a half with the intentions of maybe getting the outright win. But take the plus one and a half and be safe for my second best bet of the day. I like that one, man. I mean, uh, UNCW, if they have it, I, number three, luck. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't personally on. found a team that's that high in luck uh, in this entire season whenever I'm taking these picks, man. Never. When, I, when never. I'm fading, no. And I always just kind of oh. glance through it. I've never, I've barely even seen one that cracks the top of hundos. Like sometimes, right. sometimes there's a 50 or 60. It's like, oh, shit, a 50 or 60. Damn, that team's lucky. Third? 
and they have an undefeated record against colonial opponents? Huh. Hello, how you doing? I'll let you do with that information as you will. But for the final time today, pick number three from your boy. This is the Mountain West Mutilator. After we absolutely punish the books with the Patriot League Punisher, and then we bring them to their knees with the Colonial Crusher, we will send them out of business for the day with the Mountain West Mutilator. We're going to the matchup between the Colorado State Rams and the Wyoming Cowboys. And my friends, this is Wyoming's day. We're taking Wyoming on the money line. I caught it at minus 105. It's been bouncing around a little bit. I would take the money line just to be safe because I'm not really sure what this spread is going to do. I think it's going to flip up and down and left and right and center diagonal all day long. So just take Wyoming on the money line. I don't know why. I mentioned to you this to you pre-show, partner, but everybody mm-hmm. has been so irrationally high on the Colorado State Rams all season long, and I'm extremely bearish on them, dude. I am saying sell, 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 sell. I don't need any part of the Rams, my friends. And, you know, maybe, just maybe, the Rams get this matchup when they go to Colorado State and play Wyoming on February the 23rd. But not today, my friends. Not so fast, my friends. Shout out the legendary Lee Corso. Um, the, this game actually is very interesting as well. Colorado State in their last matchup, they played UNLV, running Rebs. Not spectacular by any means. They were 14-point favorites against that team, and they lost by 14 points. That's right, 14-point favorites, and they lost by 14 points. Can you tell me they weren't looking ahead to this game, and now they come in absolutely scuffling, not thinking, like, what the hell did we do? What are we doing now? And Wyoming just continued to per-mutter right on along, my friends. 8-0 straight up on their home hardwood. 3-3-1 and ATS uh, at home for uh, the Cowboys, but... They were just a little overvalued early on in the season. 8-0 straight up is what I'm buying into here today. This is only Colorado State's fourth game on the road. They're 2-1 straight up and against the number. You say, wow, they're doing really good on the road. Well, they won and covered against Air Force, won and covered against San Jose State, and ooh, they played a top-of-the-line Mountain West opponent and failed to cover a plus 2.5 and and lost outright against San Diego State University. What do you know about that? Oh, the Rams are 11th in luck rating as well. Wow, these lucky sons of bitches. I think it starts to turn around for them here today. But a couple of key statistical reasonings as well. Home away scoring splits, always going to matter for me here in uh, big heated conference games. And they are huge here today. Wyoming scoring 82.4 points per game on their home hardwood compared to Colorado State 71.1 on the road. Pretty even defensively, but I don't think it's going to matter. Wyoming 62.3 points per game allowed at home. 62.7 points per game allowed on the road for Colorado State. But I just told you about the three opponents that they faced. None of those were shootout games. And I think that defensive uh, points per game allowed number four. For the Rams, a little bit inflated there, my friends. Also, you're going to see Wyoming's size be a huge factor here. They are much, much bigger than the Rams. Sixth in the nation in height per Ken Palm, 289th for the Rams. So there is a big physicality difference here, even though they find themselves in the same conference. And last but not least, I think Wyoming controls the tempo. Being at home, they're going to lean on their defense. They're going to take time. They're going to slow it way down. They're going to value their offensive possessions. They are going to control both ends of the floor, as evidenced by their 253rd rating or uh, ranking in adjusted tempo per Ken Palm, and where Colorado State ranks 198. So not boat racing teams, um, but they are not a fast team in and of themselves. So I think Wyoming wins all of those key critical battles that we need them to, and they walk away with a solid, solid win here today. I'm not saying it's not going to be sweaty. This is Mountain West. If you ain't been 
been watching Mountain West. <laughs> Bring your nitroglycerin pills along to the viewing party, my friends. I can assure you of that. But you don't believe me. Believe the trend. CC John Rostine on that last one as well. Wyoming 21 and 7 against the number. Their last 28 as a dog. 4 and 1 against the number. Their last 5 as a home dog. 4 and 0 against the number. Last 4 Monday games. 24 10 and 1 against the number. Their last 35 following a straight up win. And 9 and 3 against the number. Their last 12 versus a Mountain West opponent. Colorado State 1 3 and 1 ATS. Uh, their last 5 following a straight up loss. And 3 8 and 1 ATS. Their last 12 versus a team with a straight up winning percent greater than 600 last but not least wyoming five and two against the number of the last seven meetings overall and i looked this is the shortest spread between these two teams in the last five years so i think wyoming walks away with this one pretty doggone easily they've been big point dogs and now they have a team that can compete with everybody in the mountain west so give me all of the wyoming cowboys on the money line wrapping up my card here today I like it, my man. Huge week. I mean, Rostin, you already shouted him out. He's been talking about it the last couple of days. Oh, Biggest yeah. week of the season for Wyoming. Biggest, Huge. like this team, what is lies ahead of them. This is like the biggest week of, what am I trying to say here? That nobody has more at stake this week in all of college basketball than Wyoming. And it yep. starts right here. That's This isn't a spot where they can overlook Colorado State by any means. It's got to start here. So they're going to take it one by one by one. I love it, man. And, dude, I really think that the books are taking advantage of everybody loving Colorado State this year and making them the yeah. favorites on the road. I don't know why. And I mentioned a lot of those ATS trends. I know I know it's a pick em, but that's kind of why. Like, a lot of these spots that Wyoming has covered like this, yeah. they have been pick or at the most two and a half. And I love them in this spot, man. I absolutely love them in this spot. So there you go. There you have it. My three best bets of the day. Okay. Let me get rid of that guy. There we go, and why don't we just keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks? We're cooking. We got plenty of time for the second half of the show or whatever the hell else we get into. Only 35 minutes after the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Thanks for hanging out with us, my friends. Third segment of the day, the Monday, Monday, Monday Madness Parlay. Oh, hey, also shout out all my brews out there, man, my brew crew. Dude, I'm telling you, I uh, am deep in the NFT game and uh, got involved with uh, the brew. Shout out Ether Brews. If you guys are trying to get involved in something, this is this is one of the funnest communities I have ever been a part of. Just like point blank period of anything I've done in my life. And like, I don't fuck with people, Max. Like, you know me. Like, I fucking, I don't fuck with people. Like, I have my circle. I do my shit. Like, these are some cool ass motherfuckers. And if any of you are tuning in, shout out to my brews. Appreciate the fuck out of you guys. But let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. I just popped into my head. I always want to, I know a hey, couple of them right. said, hey, I'm going to pop in. I want <laughs> to check right. you guys out. So they were, they were losing their minds when we were cashing tickets for them over the weekend. So they said, well, hey, we, we believe Please. now. Let's go. So. Moving right along, special play, Monday Madness Parlay. We got three college basketball legs and one NBA leg, as I have a fuzz stuck to my uh, chapstick on my lip. That's absolutely terrific. Now we're good. Uh, So, three college basketball legs. Number one, we're going to the Wofford Terriers, minus four and a half in their matchup, SoCon matchup. Well, your boy in the matchup against uh, the Mercer Bears. A couple of key reasons we could dive down deep into. But what really just jumped off the screen at me, this one opened up at three and a half. And Mercer has a bag on them right now, about 95 percent of the money on them right now. And this line has gone up to four and a half. That just simply doesn't happen. That's kind of a classic case of some nasty Monday line movement. I think Wofford comes in here on the road and absolutely rolls them. If Wofford 
does not win this game, if they do not roll, they got no shot come conference tournament time. And this was projected kind of similar to last year's team to be number one, if not Mm. two, Mm -hmm. in the SoCon. Very, very close, and they have just not performed so far. So, Wofford minus four and a half. I think they win that one by at least six here today. Uh, Partner, anything else for the Terriers? Not really. I mean, Mercer just uh, looks like the wheels have fallen off is the way I see it right now. The plane has crashed into the fucking mountain, dude. It is over with for the Bears. Next 30 one up. 30-point loss on Saturday. Oof. Oh. Next one up. Second leg. Liberty Flames, minus 6.5. Matchup today against Kennesaw State. Another classic case of some murderous Monday line movement. Opened up minus 4.5 because, hey, Kennesaw State has been uh, kicking teams in the teeth from time to time. Being a little uh, upset kids, if you will, from time to time. But not to fucking day, my friends, because opened up at 4.5. It's up to 6.5. Up to 7.5 in some spots across the market I looked. Uh Uh-uh. We ain't doing that. We ain't buying into the dog. We ain't getting screwed with that home pooch. Give us all the flames, minus six and a half. Anything else from you, sir? Liberty has been smoking them the last five years at least. Give me a break, dude. They're good, man. Liberty is good. good it's been a while since good we've uh, kind of cashed them. You know, they were just those no non-conference value. tournaments. They were kicking teams in the in the teeth that they were mm. undervalued against. And now I think we got to finally got a spot where they're not, you know, five points overvalued, which uh, it seems like they have been. Oh, yeah, the most definitely. So, yeah, finally, there's actually some value on the flame. So, there you go, second leg, Liberty minus six and a half. Third leg, Oklahoma minus six and a half, my friends, against the TCU Horned Frogs. You say, Colt, wait, what? You just cashed the TCU Horned Frogs. Yeah, that's right, at plus two and a half. There's a reason. They're up to six and a half for six feet high and rising, mama. This bad boy, another murderous Monday line movement. Five and a half at open, up to six and a half. Touch seven for a little while in some spots. Settling about six, six and a half, depending where you're looking but I think Oklahoma absolutely runs away with this one. Uh, resident secondary favorite conference in the land, Big 12 homer. Anything from you, sir? Yeah, I mean, we already mentioned Oklahoma. that It was an impressive win by Auburn, kind of, you know, cutting them down. That's no knock on Oklahoma. They were just flat out overmatched in that one, right? So I think they're going to kind of carry over some of that momentum because they did have some momentum in that game. And I don't put it as like a heartbreaking, now they're in another letdown spot. I also see some big, big fat negative regression coming for TCU, and I think mm. that's why this line yeah. is is set where it is. Is the books are expecting regression as well? So, give us the Sooners to roll at home, dude. I love it most definitely. And the final leg on the Monday Madness parlay, we're going to the NBA now, and we are taking. The New Orleans Pelicans plus seven and a half against the Cleveland Cavs. Another murderous Monday line movement opened up at ten and a half across the market, down to seven and a half. Might be dropping even a little bit more. Loads of sharp money, not loads of bets coming in on the Pels here today. They are the sharp, more profitable side. I love every point that uh, the books are willing to give here, but I think going uh, kind of here into the back half of the season. We see a struggle or two from the Cavs. It's just bound and determined. It always happens, and I just feel like they have played so far and above their means. Again, I haven't been tapped in that much in the NBA, but I feel like they have been over-exceeding everybody's expectations, just like our fucking Bulls, and look what's happening with the Bulls. So a little bit of something to think about there, but take all seven and a half for the fourth leg partner. Anything else from you? Yeah, I mean, the Pelicans, you really, it's tough to look past this year, obviously, because the Cavs, like you said, are so much better this year than they have been. But the Pelicans have taken care of business, winning outright in this matchup. Uh, got a 108-104 win on December the 28th of this season. And, uh, yeah, partner, you're, you're not wrong 
Uh, the Cavs have won three of their last four, but a couple of them were failed covers at home against the Knicks, who were struggling, the Thunder, who were just mm. a bad team flat mm. out. And they're coming off of a—they're uh, they're on the second night of a back-to-back themselves, partner. They lost at Detroit last night, one of the ugliest teams in the damn league right now. And, uh, you know, the Pelicans— the Pelicans are obviously they're they're due for some positive regression. They're coming off three losses themselves, but they have been staying in games with some solid teams. That's Philly, Denver, and Boston. And I think they, I, I could I wouldn't put it past them to win this game, but I definitely like them to keep it uh, keep it close in a scrappy game here. Oh. You better bet you bottom dollar, my friend. I don't think this one finished by more than four. Uh, love the seven and a half. Take it there. Final leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. While we're talking about it, we might as well just go ahead and change the old doggone ticker there. Turn it into the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day for the final time in the month of January. A fixed bayonets. Get deep into the trenches with the TTL crew and get ready for today's battle with the books as we now recap. All of myself's and Mr. Riley R. Mags Magnuson's best bets of the day for January the 31st, 2022. That's right, I was ready to rock and roll the day, my friends. Please so kindly turn your attention with your sports books in hand up to the top left portion of your screen. You will see R. Mags' two best bets of the day. He's got one NBA and one college basketball play coming for you. The college basketball, he's taking the Duke Blue Devils minus five and a half, and then switching gears to the NBA, he's taking the Toronto Raptors plus one and a half. Turn your attention to the opposite side of your screen, top right portion. You see my three best bets coming at you, all from the college basketball hardwood first one we're kicking off the slate with the colgate raiders and the lafayette leopards under 140 and a half then we are going to the colonial conference we're taking drexel plus one and a half and then wrapping it up in the mountain west with the wyoming cowboys on the money line then right above us it is time to get a monday 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 madness parlay right to the pay window but before we can we need you to lock in the wofford terriers minus four and a half the liberty flames minus six and a half the oklahoma sooners minus six and a half and on on the NBA hardwood, the New Orleans Pelicans plus seven and a half. I didn't mention it in the previous section or segment, rather. It is paying out at over 12 to 1 odds, my friends. Can you imagine how pissed off all the bookmakers are going to be out there once this one makes it straight to the pay window? I know I can because I love cashing these bad boys, and I know you will too. But before we all can, my friends, keep those bayonets affixed and at the same time, Lock these bad boys in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are absolutely primed for ticket cashing. And whatever the current best line is on you. Favorite sports book. All right, dude. Let's fucking go! Where, where the hell are we? I am so, I, this is the moment I've been waiting for this entire show. No Yo, sponsor. So is this, is this Wyoming though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cannoli, dude! Like, cool they stadium. Got, yeah, they got. I didn't know it's like it's like an oval. Oh, do they do they have a a hockey program too? They got a hockey program over there. Kind of. That looks I like don't they, know. It does appear like now. This uh, I have the arena name for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, Wikipedia yeah, says it is the highest elevation in the damn country, college basketball wise, though. Ooh, that's a little something to think about there. So the boys gonna be huffing and puffing if uh, I do say sure. so myself. Okay, so well, they're you know the, the other boys the, are from Colorado themselves though, so we'll see. Maybe that doesn't matter. It's the huffing and puffing Coliseum. <laughs> I have no clue. You're not gonna get this. I <laughs> I, no I need to build up. So you're not gonna believe this. 
There's no sponsor. There's no. It is not named after an individual person. It is not the Wyoming Arena or whatever. It is the Arena Auditorium. Arena dash auditorium. That's it. Like just just Arena Auditorium. Arena Auditorium. It's just the yeah. Arena Auditorium. Heading on over to Arena Auditorium. Hey, we're just gonna go watch the the old boys play at the <laughs> Arena Auditorium. So, I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, no, that's not what it's called, right? They're just the Google's fucking with me. It's not Arena Auditorium, right? So can't get a sponsor. No legendary Wyoming players we could have thought of. No faculty have made any type of impact in this world. Uh, I mean, nobody in general that you could think to name a fucking arena out. Maybe shut down the college if you. I mean, hey, just, just, just put a wrap on it or something, I, dude. For I, fuck's I, like, sake. I know, I, like I know, I like I know we're though. back. We're backing them here today, but the, I love it though. The, the, At the uh, same the, time, I love it. Uh, the, 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 one more time, Nick the Nick arena. Nick. Arena Auditorium. The Arena, Arena auditorium. Dash Auditorium. Nickname <laughs> the Dome. Nickname the Dome of Doom. That Dome of Doom. That's a sick nickname. Uh, or like the Double that. A. Double A is a pretty fair nickname as well. The Double A. I like the Dome of Doom, dude. The Dome of Doom's pretty hey. solid. I mean, doesn't that look like a cool stadium? The Dimsdale like, no Dimadome, Doug. Dimadome with the Dimsdale Dimadome. Uh, dude, I like it. I feel like they can set that up for hockey because, like, you see how it's like the 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 oval, you know? Like, I feel like they could pretty easily put up some boards and away we go. Oh, I, I it looks you like know? it would be a sick hockey auditorium. That's I'm what I'm saying. saying. I don't. It doesn't look like they host hockey, but I I'm with you. Hey, either way, there you go. Rabbit hole and a half. All I know is uh, we will be talking about hockey with our uh, guest hey, of the day hey, for the hey, Wise hey. Words podcast. Uh, recording that today. We'll talk about that second half of the show. Stick around if you want to learn about that. But for now, you see a little bit more text on the screen if you are watching. Uh, Moneyline Dice Roll of the day. We got BCU slash Bama A&M. You say, who might that be? I say... Thank you so much for asking, because my friends, as I bring us back into the screen and change the old ticker, you now find out that it is the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats against the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. This one's going to be a nasty swaction affair, my friends, and uh, I'd love for my partner to tell you guys about it. So as I uh, get these old dice ready to rock and roll here today, he will certainly do so. Partner, you have the floor once again. Alrighty, my friend. Let me get these uh, uh, numbers pulled up here. So Alabama A&M Bulldogs, home team in this matchup, coming in as the home favorite. Minus two and a half. Has not moved since you and I have been looking and talking about this one, partner. Minus two and a half um, in favor of A&M. That would put them money line minus 138 and Bethune-Cookman plus 115. Over under is 122 and a half in this one. Now, uh, you've heard us. If you heard, hear us talk frequently, this SWAC conference is arguably the worst conference in all of college basketball. These teams stink. Their offenses are terrible. Uh, what I will tell you is Alabama A&M at least has a, for this conference, a good defense. Uh, about middle of the pack, 150-ish in the entire country uh, efficiency-wise. So that would be where I would put the edge at. But I have uh, not been having the best luck in the old swack, so we uh, we pulled back the reins. What's been uh, usually a conference that the, what makes or the, the stuff that's supposed to happen that would make sense typically does happen, but that hasn't been happening. So the hell if I know, dude. Apparently these dice have a good idea. Uh, need to get hot. You're either hot or you're due, and uh, they are not hot, so they, uh, they must be due part. No, no, I'm not going to say that whatsoever because last time okay. we said that they won one and then all of a sudden they went on another five-game losing streak. So, hey. no, no, it does not apply to inanimate okay. objects here whatsoever okay. because I was just about to say they are 2-11 and 11 over their last 13 picks after a 5-1 and one start. So I would say 
no, 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 no. How do you do this? This is this is this is off of the cliff. I would say, be very careful with what you got going on today. But we always believe. In the money line dice, nonetheless, and we will always roll them. You see me rocking them firmly on top of my dome because I love them. I love the product, even if they give us losing bets. So for the first time today, we go into the matchup between the Bethune-Cookman Wildcats and the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. Do we soon find out if we take the home team, Bulldogs, or the away team, Wildcats? I don't know. Neither does Mags, but this die here certainly does, and we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away team! Okay. Away team. Okay. Away team. Gosh, look at that. That is just, whew. Away team. Moneyline or ATS. Are we getting a little bit juicy with some plus money poly action? Or are we taking the two and a half points with the Wildcats here today? I don't know. Neither does my partner. But my friends, I can assure you, we all find out in three, in two, in one. Come on, guys. Oh, right on the corner of the dog. I, I mean, I could not have landed that on the corner more. Money line. Money line, okay. Money line. Money line. Okay, okay unofficially, Bethune-Cookman Wildcats on the money line. Now, final roll, wild card roll. Will the die be doubling down for the first time of the week? Will they need an entire re-roll, or are they just going to be going to the total? I don't know. Neither does Mags, but I can assure you we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away money line. Doubling down on the damn cookie. Away money line. line. There is no, my friend, there is no, oh, maybe take the two and a half to, oh, maybe do this as well. They are in it to win it, my friend. With the Bethune Cookman Wildcats on the money line. Thank you, Dice. The Dice have spoken! If you want to guarantee, take one ticket to the windows here tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. Not per me, not per mags, not per any living, breathing human being here on this planet, but per the all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful money line dice. Lock in right here, right now. The Bethune-Cookman Wildcats on the money line. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Okay. Bethune, Cookman, Wildcats. We'll say BC, money line. What's, uh, what is the money line again, partner? I believe it is plus 115. Plus 115. Okie doke, There we go. There we have it. Right. It is officially been tracked. Okay. Okay, Thank Dice. You, Dice. Thank you, Dice. All right. That'll do it for the Moneyline Dice roll of the day. Let me put these bad boys back to sleep so we uh, make sure we accomplish everything as usual. We're not uh, superstitious, just a little stitious here. All righty. That'll do it for the first half of the show. A little bit of nonsense sprinkled in between there. Perfect segue into the second half of the show. So my friend over there in the other box... What's been burning on your brain, melting on your heart, festering on your soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number... 213 of the TTL pod on this absolutely gorgeous last day of January, the 31st day, about to rip off a calendar, or another sheet on the calendar, I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say, 2022. It's Monday, dude. Movie Monday. Let's go! Day. Movie Monday! Movie Monday! Movie Monday! 
Grab your popcorn and your 3D glasses. We going to the IMAX. <laughs> I love ready. it. I love I'm it. Ready. Let's All right. Lock in, baby. Uh, movie trivia, my man. Here we go. Yep. Are you ready? Yep. 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 Oh, are you sure? Born. Born. Let's go. Born. Locked in. Strapped in. Ready to move. Ready to groove. What do you got? All right. First one up. The phrase "You're going. You're gonna need a bigger boat" was made popular by what movie? The original Jaws. There you go. That's a winner. Bang! He starts it off hot. All right, you're a big uh, Forrest Gump fan. Asked you about a Mama Forrest says Gump question magic last shows. week. Plain and simple, what year was uh, Forrest Gump released? 1997? Not quite. Earlier? Earlier. 95? 94. Ah! I, was, I always thought, yeah, I was, that's, I was born in 95, so so that's, that's why I always, I bet that's weird for some people that listen to us and know us <laughs> to hear born in 95. What the fuck? But uh, it's not, some people in our demographic here. Oh, uh, either way. Uh, 94, how about that shit? Still, uh... <laughs> Still rolling through the uh, test of time, you know, just a Please. Lieutenant Diane Oscrime. <laughs> it is standing the test of time, dude. I hope that movie never. I mean, we wouldn't. We our generation won't let that shit die out. I don't know. I don't know if the generation below us feels the same way about that one, but. I'm sorry, Lieutenant Dan. She tasted like cigarettes. <laughs> Me's and Jenny, we was like peas and carrots. She taught I me to read, I and I taught her how to dangle. Please continue, Mr. Magnuson. All righty. What actor? <laughs> what actor was not pay. in the movie Anchorman? Paul Rudd, Seth Rogen, or Adam Scott? Seth Rogen. Wrong. It was at. Oh fuck! Where was he at in Anchorman? I'm pretty sure he's just like a cameraman or something. He has such a small role. That's what I'm trying to like. Adams. Wow. No shit. And Adam Scott is not in that one. Yeah. No shit. I yeah. I, I yeah. I just I fucking just said Seth because I hadn't. Uh, yeah. I know like when that, you that without thinking obvious. about it, it's like oh Seth Rogen, right? And yeah, that then, seemed no. too obvious. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, the more you know. All right. This one. Let me pull up the. Uh, this one. I. Mm. You might be able to give a, give a nice guess here, but this one's more of a fun fact that I thought was interesting. Which of these or which two movies? I'm gonna give you four combos of movies. Which of these two movies started from the same script? So, like, started from the same script, had the same base, and then um, essentially they uh, found a way to make two different, completely different movies out of the same, like, base of the script. So, first combo, Star Wars slash Close Encounters of the Third Kind, E.T. slash Poltergeist, The Goonies slash Indiana Jones. Hey, you guys! Or Jurassic Park and Land Before Time. <laughs> that last one just seems too fucking stupid. <laughs> Jurassic Park and Land Before Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was the one with the Goonies? Like, who was the Goonies with, too? Uh, Sorry, the Goonies and twice. Indiana Jones. You know, for some reason... No, I don't know. I'm putting shit together where there isn't there. Like, caves, and I'm putting shit together where... Maybe there, I'm putting shit together where there is something there. Eh, no, no, that don't make no... Hmm. Number two, one more time for me. E.T. and Poltergeist. Poltergeist, yeah, that one, that was a little, uh, you know what? I'm going to go E.T. and Poltergeist. That would be correct. Let's go. That would be correct. So <laughs> Steven Spielberg go. was going to, I pulled up the like fact no about way. it. Steven Spielberg was going Let's to produce go. filmmaker John Sayles' Night Sky script I'm about a rural 
family invaded by aliens that could kill with a touch of the finger, but decided to go a more family-friendly route with the story by creating E.T. Oh, really? Well, that's... Hey, hey the more you know... Are you going to learn that on any other podcast out know, there? Dude. I don't think so, pal. And we're helping you cash tickets. My friends, if I am this hot on yet another movie Monday... You better believe we're sweeping the board on yet another betting Monday. So, please, sir, keep it moving. Keep it grooving. All right, two more. Uh-huh. This one, uh, I'm sure you've seen this movie, but it may have been a while. Uh, so, was a book, was a movie, then they remade the movie. But, which is not the name of a child selected to tour the Willy Wonka factory, or the Wonka factory, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So, four names, one of these was not a child selected. Veruca Salt, oh. Billy Warp, Mike TV, or Charlie Bucket? Is it? Hold the fucking phone, dude. We got Violet, what the fucker's her name? Glumpus Gloop. There's. I don't even. You said so. Mike TV? Who, who the hell is this guy? I never heard no Mike TV. I also never heard no Chris Bucket either. Who? who, who Charlie Bucket. Charlie Bucket. Maybe maybe that I mean, is Charlie's last name. Charlie huh? and the Chocolate Factory. How about yeah. that? It is Charlie's <laughs> last name. How about that? Process of elimination. Yeah, Mike TV doesn't make no damn sense to me at all. That's 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 my answer. That would be wrong. You don't remember the kid. You don't remember kid being like stuck in front of the TV and can't move. Can't move. Like he's just like mesmerized by the TV. Mike is this, TV. Is, is this a new one? Or is this in the old one? I think one? it's the same list of children from both, but. Wonka I don't and think Wa- so. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I, I don't remember there being. Maybe. Maybe I'm off I remember my Mike shit. TV, though. I, I do don't remember Mike, Mike TV. TV. Billy Warp was the answer. Hmm. Billy Warp. Yeah, Billy. That was going to be my other one because I was like, eh, but I. Sounds but like I, a name that but, would be in like, there, but. Yeah, yeah, because like Billy Warp, like, oh, they had to warp him to get the chocolate out of his body or some <laughs> fucking shit. Like something stupid. That would be like some. That would be like a Wonka storyline. That's where my head was. But. Ah, damn. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, hey. Still, hey. uh, still good numbers here. Hey, All right, solid, so uh, solid movie. Haven't seen some Oompa Loompas in a long time. Uh, another right. one stands the test of time. Solid, really solid does. flick. Solid flick. Think, and then, least. and then Johnny Depp just knocked her out of the yeah. park for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Number one movie on this day, nineteen ninety six. Oof. Interested to hear if you had heard of this movie. So, comedy movie, nineteen ninety six. This duo uh, had already. Starred in a different comedy that uh, that I personally like more oh, than this one. Yeah, Not well, saying I that know. I don't like this one. I already know where we're going. We're already going with uh, Spade and fucking um, and and why am I blanking right now? Come on, Tommy Boy. Why, why am I blanking? It's Chris Farley. Yes, Chris Farley. Thank you. That's all I needed to know. Okay, I know that's the direction we're going in. Right, so um, basically, they so Tommy Boy was the other movie that I was leading on to that they started yeah. together first. Yeah, yeah. And this, now this would they're... be no. That's what the no. That's the other one. What the I keep wanting to say planes, trains, and automobiles. That's not right. That's not the right. That's not yeah. Wrong that's, actor. That's not it. That's not it. Um, similar dynamic of a... yeah, hundred percent similar dynamic. Uh, <laughs> Why am I hate yourself, bro? I can literally, dude. It's every time we get to this. The title of it, though, the the specific, like, the specific nature to you, as far as the title goes. Ah, damn it. Hmm. 
I can just see the movie, dude. I can see the Damn it! Because, dude, like, I knew I was on the... And, and, like, bro, because it clicked with me so fast, and I was like, oh, Tommy Boy, I know we're on the right track, but it's not Tommy Boy, because I knew you wouldn't have teed it up. Oh, my gosh! Color animal. The title is a color and an animal. I know, I know, I know! <laughs> I give up. You're not wearing the hat. That you sometimes wear. Black sheep. Yes. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Dude, it was right there. I could see the movie. I could uh, see it. Oh, and I know all of you guys are on the opposite side just saying it, just waiting for me to just come apart so at the It would have been so much better if you were wearing <laughs> the fucking hat, too. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, please let him wear the hat. Please let him wear the damn hat. Darn it. Darn it, man. That would... Uh... All right. Way to, way to end it. Damn it. That was it. That was the last one I had. Mm. <laughs> I really Solid was hoping you were going to be wearing the damn hat. That would have been, oh, that so been a son of a bitch. That would have been a son uh, of a bitch. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see if you can end on a, on a winner. Which comedian makes a zombie cameo in Zombieland? He plays himself. Oh, our guy. Um, holy. Sh Use your words. Use your words. Come on. Come on. Come on, Colt. Here we go. Here we go. Bright eyes, big Bro, stop, stop, oh, dude. No. St he did. He needs a cub. I'm, I'm literally. I can see his face. He's a fucking Cubs fan. He's been in multiple other fucking movies. He was in fucking Groundhog's Day. I can name other fucking movies. I can see his face. You know, I know you. I know now. You know who I'm talking about. I just cannot. I can't spit his fucking name out. I want to say Bill, and I know it's not fucking Bill. Is it? It is Bill. It is Bill. What the fuck's? Why? I can't. Uh, I'm just blanking Bill on Murray. Bill Murray, yeah. I could not think of Murray. Murray was just, I could I can literally see Bill Murray, and I could not think of fucking Murray. I don't know why. I was just blank. Hey, good good, good batch of vitamins this morning. I don't know. I couldn't fucking think of Bill Murray. Goodness hey, fucking Part gracious. of your mind is working as far as the visualization Jimmy of these Christmas. shits. Yeah, man. That's how, hey, if you ever doubt that I fucking have a photographic memory, that I swear to you, dude, it's how I remember shit. And I just, I was like, Murray, Murray. I could not fucking think of Murray. I was literally just seeing Bill Murray's face. I was seeing him sing the fucking seventh inning stretch at Wrigley Field. I, I just couldn't find, just couldn't get it out of my face. I'll tell you that. I tell you, dude, that's, you know, there's got to be a saying or, or something for that because like, think of how many times in your life though, like somebody's oh, yeah. like, put you on the spot like that and if you're not like in a trivia contest or some shit and you're like, but you instantly I, like, I, I, oh. but you're instantly pissed off because you yeah. know it's not coming to you. Like you like immediately flashes in your brain, but the 100%. name isn't coming to you right away. Yeah. yeah, and you just can't do it. Can't, yeah, that, that exact moment. Yeah, hate him. Absolutely effing hate him. So there you go. There you have it. R Mag's movie Monday. Um, I haven't watched a good movie in a while, pal. Um, nothing I can really... Uh, I, I know I fucking should have kept a couple in the old chamber. I just was <laughs> blowing them off on your first movie Monday. But I didn't watch a good movie I mean, in a we while. Yeah, kind of like music. Kind of like music lately. I think they've all been a bunch of bullshit, to tell you the truth. I mean, call me crazy, but somebody, somebody changed no. my mind. I have yet to stumble something that's well. been worth a shit. Oh, like in in all reality, like all of the like creative people that are making that usually would be making movies and TV shows, like a lot of them are just making TV shows instead. True. Like TV shows have been awesome the last ten years, and mm. movies are starting to go downhill, dude. I mean, yeah, because I'm the same way. Like, there's a longer list of TV shows that I'm like, damn, I really want to get up on top of this, and it's so much shorter of a list of movies. It's really just like a twenty year list of like movies that. I know I should have seen, but haven't seen. Like, that's my movie list that I need to watch right now. I don't have any new movies, I don't think. 
Well, I mean, and that's the thing too. Like, maybe maybe these streaming services are going to be a little bit more uh, more taken over than we realize because every but think about how many people talk about the Squid Game. Like, I never got into it, but Squid Games, right, or Thinking right. Back, or whatever else has been super weeds or Breaking Bad or whatever you want to look back to. And it, there's never going to be an opportunity to watch something like that at a theater. What are you going to fucking do? Go Sunday to Sunday right. for an hour and sit down and watch the episode and drive back home? No. So. I don't know, man. I mean, especially with, like, DirecTV on the cusp of them about to fall off the cliff. A couple of different... Hey, man. Hey, man. This whole streaming whole stuff. We might be in the uh, the right gig here, partner. I don't know either way, but movies are, are slowly dying off. I, and, and it sucks, though, because I'm, I'm a movie buff. I'm a good old classic. Let's go to a fucking 2 p.m. matinee and sit in the back Dude. of the theater and get and, and hang out watch a good flick. I, that's, that's just me. I love a good Dude, I got show. a cool... I only, I've only gone once. I got a cool-ass old-timey, like, opened in, like, the early 1900s, like, old-school, like, Chicago movie theater in my neighborhood, dude. I could, dude. Within walking distance, dude. dude. We gotta go one of these days. Dude. Me and my Fuck girlfriend yeah. went to watch the new Spider-Man a few weeks back, and that's all I've been is Cool-ass little theater, though, dude. Damn. They got uh, they got one back home uh, in Decatur called uh, the Lincoln, and that's, like, old school, old school. That was, like, early 1900s, too, and I've seen, like, a couple of movies there, and whew, Cool, cool yeah. theaters, uh, Yeah, I like them a lot. Uh, damn, damn, maybe we gotta put a little something on the map. Who knows? Who's to Seriously, say? Dude. Son of a bitch. It's like right uh, around the corner. Yeah, no kidding. Now, speaking of right around the corner, um, we're gonna be recording season two, episode number nine of the Wise Words podcast here very shortly. Uh, a couple of short hours, uh, about three hours away. Um, not gonna tell you, as always, who the guest is, but... If we come to the show uh, with about five different hockey picks tomorrow, then, you know. <laughs> no things went well. <laughs> things went dashing if we come with a fuckload of hockey picks saying, boys, boys, we've done it. We're back. We're, we're sharps. We're, we're back. Lace them up. Let's go to the ice. Uh, there you go. You guys know now he does have a serious hockey angle. Um, not going to tell you who he works for because it's pretty easy to uh, figure that out from there as yeah. well. He's one of their uh, best hockey sharps. Uh, but can't wait for you guys to hear from him. He's actually our age. Uh, been in the industry for about three years, so yep. he's been moving, grooving, shaking. We appreciate his hustle, can uh, see his grind, see what he's doing. So can't wait to chat with him and uh, have you guys hear his wise words and all of us get a little bit smarter at fucking learning hockey because clearly it's something we need to do too. Hockey? Yes, please. Goodness gracious. Listen, shiny. Dude, I mean, even in the losses that we've taken, I've at least like gotten one, uh, one of the best, like of a, whatever that day Enjoyment. is. Like That's my best enjoyment. Even just like a, a healthy sweat, dude. Mm-hmm. For fuck's sake, it's a, man. It's a, it's I hate losing, qual- but like <laughs> a nice sweaty hockey game is fun, dude. It's, it's so and it's fun. quality. And it's quality. And I mean, the, dude, and just brutal beat after brutal beat is all oh. it's been for us. So we just need we just need to do hey, a little fine-tuning. A little fine-tuning yeah. is all it takes. And then we we go from 45% to 55%, and then we can call ourselves hockey sharps. 100%. That's how it works, right? 100%. Okay. Um, as far as what I was about to bring up, unless you had <laughs> something else on top of that. What was that? No, did you have anything else as far as hockey goes? Because I, uh, I was going to bring something up to you and ask your thoughts. Uh, no. Continue. Joel Embiid ruled out tonight for the 76ers. Memphis Grizzlies were plus two and a half, three, him. three and a half. Favorites. I know. Now they're minus three and a half. I'm still. I hate that losing that amount of money, uh, you know, amount of points, man. But I was looking back um, without Joel Embiid, the Sixers are like three and eight straight up, man. And they, they got their ass kicked for a good stretch without him. Oh, I might still be interested in the Grizzlies. 
I ain't got fucking nothing I can hold up. I, I, ah, fuck. I'm trying to find a CLV trophy because I think that's what yeah. the fuck you're going to be holding if you get involved so. in this game whatsoever. I think, this, I think the Sixers are going to win it outright in spectacular fashion, and it's just going to be something stupid. We've seen yeah, this that's fair. so that's totally many fair. times. Dude, we've seen it so many times. A complete line flip. Everybody loses their mind. Oh, it's the opening slate of the game. Oh, Joel's out. It's completely flipped. We got to keep buying in. Holy shit. I mean, it was already getting 80% of bets, 90% mm. of money when they were the dogs now it's flipped it's not like it's gonna change i think vegas is just fucking tucking their bibs into their fucking suit jackets and we're getting ready with their fucking forks and that's going come on in boys the water's fine <laughs> on the memphis grizzlies we flipped them they're gonna win and they're gonna they're gonna fucking lose watch they're gonna lose you're by right. fucking four or five points the way you by putting it like that, you're right. I don't want to get involved mm-hmm. if I'm being totally honest. Because that's that just reason. what I see. Because yeah, how many times have we seen it where it's like, oh, okay, like no, what are they supposed to do? The Grizzlies are on fire right now, and then they cooking. yeah, they fucking cooking. lose. So they're cooking. I can I can listen to that. I can listen. Uh, to I that. like chicken. Cooking. I fucking, I fucking stumbled upon that fucking video this weekend. Wait, so what are you doing out here today? I like chicken. I mean, who could not like chicken? It's chicken. Oh, that kid fucking kills me, dude. I want to know what that kid's doing because that fucking that was like early two thousand. That kid's got to be legal drinking age by now, and he's just probably I don't out know there. What you're talking about? If I'm you've never about. seen that fucking Maybe, I don't that know. was like back in the Vine days. Little dude it was like they opened a Chick Fil A somewhere and they were in line and like interview uh, uh, news reporters interviewing him. She's like, uh, so. So what do you feel? What, what are we doing out here? He's like, well, we're all waiting out here in line, and it's just just for the chicken. And and, and, and I love chicken. It's it's chicken. Uh, how can you not love chicken? Is it's, that the cousin of uh, shaved my head and painted it? Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly how his voice sounds too. He like elongates the chicken. It's, it's just, the same it's dude. Fucking, I shaved my head and painted it. Go Pacers! <laughs> <laughs> just, oh man, absolutely oh, man. electric, dude! I love it. Uh, I came across that freaking old video this weekend. It just it flutters around the internet from time to time, and man, oh man, when when I come across it, I die. Um, any any latest and greatest? A little more serious, but not as much. You know, we bring the less serious side well, of this. Um, any sports gambling news? Any anything as far as that I mean, coming out right now? I mean, not coming out, but uh, the news because the the games ended up being fucking crazy yesterday. The 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 hot stove died off about it, but Tom Brady hold being on, reported. Hold on, yeah, wait, yeah. I was just about to say that is Tom Brady retired or no? Like, still here Dude. Monday. I it's still a oh. Uh, I, 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 it, I, I the report I'm seeing first thing pop up sports trending. It's Tom Brady told the Bucks he has not made up his mind yet. Yeah, dude. And so yeah, dude. Either. Either until you see his face on the screen saying, saying yep, this is it. I, I would, think he's coming. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put it past him to do this out of spite. I know everyone's already been talking about the, oh, that the now, last 24 hours, but dude. I, okay, break. here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because of the man Tom is and the uh-huh. troll that he is, I guarantee you he said somebody something to somebody that he knew was like, this little motherfucker's going to go and say something. Let me say something to him. If they say something and the media loses their fucking mind and I can't trust anybody, I'm coming back with a vengeance. If they say it's all good, they keep it hush-hush, they respect my privacy, I'll do a presser, we'll ride off into the distance, me and Giselle, love you. let's take the kids, we're out of here, we're selling crypto the rest of our lives. They fucked around with the wrong man, and man, I think he's just been feeding this all, oh, yeah, I think it's, it's time to focus on the kids. I think him and Giselle... Uh, not confirmed or, or, or agreed on 45, 45, that's it. 
That's it. You win it or you dot 45. There's your number. Perfect. I think he comes back, dude. I think he comes back. Unless you said it. Unless you see Tom Brady with his face plastered onto a screen telling you he is walking away from the game of football for good, I would not believe jack shit. Period. Dude, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, and I've thought thought about this with him and Rodgers, I think both of those guys have, like, personal vendettas against Schefter and the other news reporting guys, Schefter specifically, because one way or another, whether, and I saw someone as far as Brady's case, say something about, uh, you know, deflate gate, they're reporting around that. Like just the way that they've reported about these two guys. I, well, how would you not be pissed off if you're either of those two guys? hundred percent. Whether this is specifically that type of orchestrated, like slate on them, I don't know. But it's at least funny to think about, man. I, I, I wouldn't put it past them by any means. I wouldn't put it past them at all, just because of like what what we've seen Tom do on the internet over the course of last year. Like he has just become this mega troll, and I love it, dude. He is so. Wait until he retires and he's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants on his social media account. Oh my gosh, dude. Well, dude. he's a genius. One thing that I've been thinking about as far as both him and Brady coming back one more season, if you're both of those guys, you have to feel pretty damn solid. I mean, if you're done, you're done. But I feel like in the NFC specifically, you have to feel pretty damn optimistic if you were to come back, either of those two guys, to the same situation that you could have just as good of a chance, if not a better chance, to get your team to the Super Bowl through the what we think we might see from the rest of the NFC next year. I mean, it's going to be the Rams again. 49ers, Jimmy G might be out of town. Uh, I mean, here you go, know, talking yourselves into another Packer, Packers NFC chain. I am calling you crazy. It's just, I'm not saying. Wait, let's go back to, to, to last week or even, yeah, just even last week. How many? One more go for it. One more. Let's tag old Devontae. Let's bring him on back in, boys. We go, one more for the cheese heads. How many, how many more times are you going to do that? How many times last are you going to do that? This time. This oh, time, for fuck's one. sake. Yeah, but, I, okay, so it, it's a serious question, though. As far as if he's, if he's gone, he's gone. Hey, yeah. if he's gone, he's gone. As yeah. far as, I mean, going to the AFC, I know the Broncos have been speculated. Whether or not the team is a better situation, you'd also be putting yourself into a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert and a solid Raiders team going from arguably the easiest division to win to arguably the toughest division to win. I don't think that's a good move by any means from that standpoint. No question. No question. I I agree that for sure. But I, if I know the man that Rodgers is, he's not. He would be rather looking for a challenge than to be Cupcake Central. So, I yeah yeah. I I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know where where either one of their heads at are in this I one. I think I think Tom sticks around for one more year in Tampa Bay. He writes out the contract forty five. That's it. That's a wrap. And then I think Rodgers is out. I think I think Denver is a smokescreen. I really think it's been a smokescreen the whole fucking time. I don't know who's feeding it, but it was a smokescreen right. come the draft last, last year, year, dude. Yeah. I mean, for crying out loud, we sat in this exact. I sat in this exact seat talking about how the Broncos were a smokescreen, and I think they still are. And speaking of still are, Stillers, Stillers, Stillers <laughs> could be potentially going to the Pittsburgh Stillers. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I think he's out, but man, oh man, I've said it multiple times. Like that instantaneously makes the NFC North the shittiest division in all of football. So, unless the new Matt and Ryan are going to do something to the Chicago Bears that just hasn't been done before in decades. So, sure. 
But I mean, whether if he's out, he's out. But as far which as I hope happens, specifically, yeah, which I yeah, hope yeah. happens, by the way, by the way, full support. You guys get at least three years of my undying, unwavering support before I call you a couple of fucks. Continue, please. <laughs> But no, I mean, if he's out, he's out. And, you know, what you just said, I'm not calling crazy by any means. But what isn't what I said about Denver specifically in the situation there? And, I mean, you just said it as far That's as insane. smoke screen. Doesn't that put so much more doubt as far as why would he want to go into the toughest division than damn yeah. NFL? Yeah, like maybe, okay, let me, if I go into the AFC, let me, okay, I'll, I'll go with the team who, okay, we'll see them in the AFC championship game or something like that. Like, I, I'm I mean, not trying to be in the same dog. I don't think he wants to go to the AFC at all. And I think that would be, uh, yeah, I think that would be the only way he goes anywhere because I don't think he's going to stay in the NFC. There's no way. I, I don't, I personally, with what he has done to the NFC for the last 10 seasons, I don't know what team they the Packers would ship him off to. I just, I, 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 and every team would sell the farm, don't get me wrong, but I just, I don't see him doing it in the NFC. So I guarantee you there's, ta- there's, there's deals on the tables. The agents have been talking. Shit's been reaching out. It's not like there's just nothing happening on that front. I guarantee you there's all types of fucking shit and, and numbers and contracts and this team and that team and who the fuck's going where, what's going on. I, I'm sure it is a madhouse right now in both of those organizations. So we'll see what shakes out. I, hey, look at you. Look at you. you get, Dude, you I get saw a report that he stuck around in Green Bay, that he was looking. They were mapping out potential. What does next year look like? You get through one week and you guys are going back to the Super Bowl already. One week of crying your eyes out and you're already back to the fucking Super Bowl next year. I mean, guy, just humble, humble observance over here. It is just complete 150. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is staying. We're going back to the Super Bowl. It's over with. Hey, you know, we should be in there right now. But that loss, eh, we're going. NFC, that, that is the total vibes I'm feeling right now that you, you're all the way bought back in for another one more for the old Green hey. Bay Gipper. I didn't say the word Super Bowl, but I... I well, do, what are you doing I, it for then? I mean, it was that the goal, yeah, but I'm not like getting Yo, my hopes wanna, up is what I'm saying. You want to win another NFC North championship? Another saying. NFC North, stick That's it on the board. All right, then, yeah, 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 fuck you, That's yeah. Where, yeah. Well, okay, I haven't won one in a long time, so I'd enjoy it. So how about just pound sand and let the Bears do something for nah, once, doggone it. I don't know, man. It, it's going to be interesting. It it's going to be, be real. This next, oh, fuck me, man. I mean... Next two, three months here. I bet you we don't find out before then. And by that time, we're going to have pitchers and catchers. I mean, shit, if, if it's even above ne- negative degrees by pitchers and catchers, or if the lockout even gets taken care of, more than one uh, element here we're worried about the, the MLB season starting. Before you know, then all of a sudden it'll be the Masters. I mean, we got all types of shit coming up. So eh, strap in, folks. It is about This is my favorite time of the year. This is when college basketball gets hot, hot, hot. Um, about eight games left on every team schedule, eight to ten, somewhere in there. Uh, mid-major action starts to really heat up right now, so I cannot wait for next few weeks. The month of February going to fly by. I can promise you that is just so much action. I've already kind of looked uh, ahead as far as what we got coming up, and boy, oh boy, we got action for days. Mm-hmm. And it's finally getting into the like uh, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock games in the college basketball since there's just nothing else going on. So there you go. There you have it. Partner, any uh, other key announcements, anything else from you before we wrap it up here? I don't think so. I was trying to cruise uh, cruise by right here. Was there any? Was there coaching changes over the weekend that we haven't been able to talk about or anything that's worth talking about? Uh, yeah, the Giants did officially bring in DeBall. Was that over the weekend? Dabble, DeBall, DeBall. I don't know how to fuck you. I got to figure out how to say actually say his name. But, yeah, it was over the weekend. Um, I I think he, like, officially touched down this morning. 
with like all the fucking snow and, right. and all that nonsense. I'm pretty sure I, I saw something this morning. I'm pretty sure he touched down, but there's that. And then I don't think there's been no nobody picked up Vic. Um, so Fangio might be mm. done. I'd be I don't know. I'd be I'm be really interested yeah. to see what Fangio does if he goes back to being a coordinator. If he just hangs up the old whistle, I'm interested to see what happens there. Um, I feel like he's got an itch to at least be on a a, a, a good situation as a coordinator for at least yeah. a couple more years. He's a great right? D, yeah. He's a great D coordinator, man. It's just not like he's an excellent. I loved him, bro. Like when, and not to say like I don't love Sean Desai. I really, sure. I really think Sean Desai is a real deal, fucking Holyfield. But I just, I loved, I absolutely loved him, and to see to see him go to be a head coach and then struggle like he has, it's just like, man, some guys, some guys have that coordinator face, and they are just mm-hmm. not designed to be head coaches. And I think Vic is one of them, man. But I love Vic as a DC all day long. Sign me up, dude. I'd take him right back on the Bears in a heartbeat. <laughs> some bitch. But I don't know. I I didn't see anybody else. Uh, yeah, no, no, nowhere else off so. the top of my yeah. head anywhere signed. So hey, we'll uh, we'll lay in wait in anticipation for when something comes out here. But uh, should be sooner rather than later, especially with this dead week here. I'm sure everybody is going to be searching high and low to find some shit to talk about. Getting pumped for the Pro Bowl or something, dude? Oh, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, hey, question. Um, while we're here talking about it, Super Bowl. What did uh-huh. we do last year? Cause we we had just launched the newsletter and we really we didn't have a video pod we we went live on insta slam instagram we? live that was we like did, our first i think that was like our first video content if i'm not crazy look at us dude i'll be son of a bitch um so that'll be the shunday eh, maybe we do a sunday spectacular maybe we do some maybe maybe because we're not superstitious we're just a little stitious and we want to fucking rake in again this year Maybe we do another Sunday special. Sunday morning we pop in. Maybe we have Maybe some guests. Maybe we see if we can coordinate some shit with some people. I know a few people who I could reach out probably be down. As far as bad idea. Hmm, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do something like that. So uh, stay on the lookout. Maybe we'll do a little uh, Sunday special or coordinate it with Saturday or maybe maybe like a, a Saturday night with the crew. Like we, we fucking have some brews, maybe enjoy some vitamins, maybe just talk about some bets, hang out, maybe some some beers, bongs, and bets. Ah. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a marketing genius or anything. I just Dude. know a thing or two. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Saturday I could before the be Super Bowl. Wrong. I love that idea because I do believe that would also be during college basketball and UFC 271. Oh, good night all Friday. I mean, um, I mean, hey, maybe we put out a poll. Maybe we do a Saturday slash Sunday Super Bowl uh, spectacular, and we put out a poll. To the people. What do the people want? Do they want a Saturday night? We all hang out. We get all a little, little fuzzy together. We hop in the uh, we hop in the like comment, it. you know, like a tennis ball on the end of your tongue, just a little fuzzy. <laughs> and we hop in the comments. We have some fun. We uh, talk about the UFC. We talk about the live game. We can do some live betting on some college basketball. We talk about the Super Bowl. Or, or just want to wake up nice and easy, drink some coffee, talk with the boys, and uh, get all your Sunday morning Super Bowl plays. I don't know. We'll put out a poll. We'll see what the people want. How's that sound? I think that sounds fantastic. All right, we'll uh, we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll do that this afternoon. Hey, we're planning a uh, Super Bowl spectacular. What do you guys want out there? So make sure if you're tuning in live, you're watching. Make sure to go cast your vote if you are a fan of the TTL crew, because we will now officially. Look at that. That's how we do shit over here. It's we ain't, we ain't got to spend a week, a month, a year. Five years debating, deliberating. What the fuck if we actually want to make a move or not? You know, Mags, if we, when we say something, we do it. We go after that shit. So we about to get after that Super Bowl spectacular. Do you feel me? I feel you. 
100 feel you 150 <laughs> all right well uh anything else um anything else you got on your side of the screen good sir uh oh shohei otani uh mlb the show 2222 cover well Athlete. deserved well deserved looking forward to 2022 hopefully they put that on game pass because i will definitely be diving back into that boy Woo! child yeah. please my Diamond Dynasty was off the charts, and then I got involved in the sports gambling industry, and we just stopped playing. And then it was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I don't even remember who I have on my team or anything. Oh, dude, I know me and you used to grind. Well, shit, out. I mean, am I crazy, or do we have more free time when baseball was the only sport that was happening? Was that also part of it, mm. too? You know, Probably. you're not crazy in saying that. You're not crazy in saying that <laughs> at all. Because it's one like, sport happening. Yeah, and it's just all. It just and we're not experts on. Yeah, first pitch at like <laughs> eleven o'clock, and then two, and then and then, yeah, yeah. Man, I call. Oh, I can't wait for baseball to come back, boy. I can't wait before we get down another rabbit hole. All right, seems like everything's good. Ready for some motivation minutes? I think so. Let's do it. Okie dokie, artichokey. Well, final segment of the day then. My. Motivation Minutes. Okay, my friends, you know the drill. College basketball season, every Monday, every Friday, we do a John Wooden quote. Don't remember how I wrapped up the week. I deleted it too early last week and forgot to. So go back and listen to that one if you guys didn't hear that one. But we're not talking about that one. We're talking about the one today. Starting the week off, and this one's actually really, really important to me. And I did not know John Wooden said this. And I talk to people about this all the time. And I am actually really excited to be able to talk about this today. I think this might be even a message I've talked about before, but maybe it's been a long time. So John Wooden quote of the day, my friends. Listen if you want to be heard. Listen if you want to be heard. Now, there's a lot of different ways that you can take this. And first things first, let's talk about the difference between listening and hearing. And the simplest way that I, I tell people about this and, and how you can kind of tell if you're listening or if you're hearing is think about the last time you were driving down the highway or, or whatever the case might be and you had the radio on and you were singing, singing along to the music, you were locked into the, to the highway, you knew exactly where you were, you were watching the stuff come by, dancing along to it, you were in the moment. Think about that other time where you were in a rush, you were in a hurry, you were flying. All of a sudden, that radio station has played 15 songs and you're at your destination and you don't even remember the drive. That's the difference between listening and hearing. Presence is the key difference. Now, anybody can hear. Anybody can sit here and listen to my goofy-ass face talk. Anybody can do that and, and they have something on in the background, but it takes a real special person that wants to get in touch with the deeper meanings of life to actually stop and listen. And that might sound like a novel concept, but it's really not. It's really, 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 really simple. And I've talked about this before too, of when you're in the line checkout line at, at Target or, or you're going to do your, your pre-sale at the at pay at the pump or for whatever at the gas station, whatever. And, and that attendant asks you how you are or, or you ask them how they are. Don't just hear and when I go, listen. Listen to what they have to say. Actually care about that person and maybe even go deeper than that. Maybe maybe you come home and you hear your significant other or your roommate or whatever just go, 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 go. Next thing you know, you don't even know what the hell they talked about. Wait, sorry. What? So the whole emphasis here is listening. And if you want to 
make an impact in this life. If you want to go further in this life, you first have to listen to others. You first have to take the time to heed the advice of others. If you want to be heard, you have to listen. And there is a very, very, very significant difference between listening and hearing, my friends. And it's one that I think so many people think they know, but they really, really, really don't. So I challenge you, my friends, the next conversation you're in, the next time you're driving down the highway like that, whatever the case might be, instead of thinking of all the next things you could say or thinking of, oh, they said this and this just sent me in this and I'm looking at this person smiling and they're talking about somebody else, but I'm really already thinking about the, the thing they originally talked about. How about let's just forget all of that and just start listening. And maybe if we listen, the words will just come to us right then and there. So my friends, today I want you to remember for the legendary coach, John Wooden. Listen if you want to be heard. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I'm sorry, what was that? I don't know. Ah. You <laughs> fucking with you, dude. <laughs> no, classic, that was fantastic stuff, dude. Rags. I apologize if that sucked uh, of me to do. But uh, no, very good stuff, my man. Uh, yeah, you've been murdering these, and uh, this is a good start to the week, my friend. I we'll keep it. it moving. We'll keep it moving, my friend. I'm uh, I'm just uh, walking fucking uh, a volcano right now, just spewing fucking hot lava of just fucking <laughs> mo- motivation and inspiration right now. So, no, you pulled a me on a me. You got my ass. Uh, did some fucking smart ass shit that I would usually do to you. So, no, big ups <laughs> on that, my friend. Uh, big ups on that. Uh, there you go. There you have it. My motivation minutes of the day. Okie dokie, artichokey. See, that's what we need more of. We need more people who got a little bit thicker skin or okay to take some shit off the teeth or okay to talk a little shit, go back and forth, have a little bit of fun, and then kumbaya at the end of the fucking day because ELE, we're all trying to survive this thing called life. That's all we need. That's my uh, additional two cents, I suppose. Partner, anything else come across the screen? Anything else uh, we need to mention before we get on out of here officially for today? No, sir. That is all I've got. I've got nothing to add. Okie dokie, my man. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags, thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 213 of the TTL pod and every episode that you decide to stop by. From the bottom of our hearts, we see all of your shares, your likes, your follows, your subscriptions, your views, your tweets, your retweets, everything in between. We see it and we see you guys and we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, again, you guys are the shit and you are everything that allows us to continue to come back every single day and give you our insights or analysis to, 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 to allow us to take time out of your busy schedule is more than we could ever ask. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any other plans. Make sure you get all of the TTL crew's best bets of the day hammered in whenever you got the opportunity so you can say with me and my partner at the end of every single piece of content, we do. Let's cash some tickets.